You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. And uh, thank you very much for being with me. I want to, first of all, thank everyone for their patience yesterday. Uh, They made a couple of changes on the app, and unfortunately, it was not compatible with the type of phone that I have, but we're all good today, and uh, I apologize, because I had a lot of things I really wanted to talk about yesterday, did not get an opportunity, but I wanted to, first of all, thank you for your support, and thank you very much for uh, hanging on. I wish I could have uh, reached out to you. Uh, but I did not have the opportunity. Hey, before I go on with what I want to talk about today, uh, yesterday I did an hour program on No Filter Network with Sean Salisbury, formerly of ESPN, former NFL quarterback. I have the utmost respect for Sean, and we got into a phenomenal uh, conversation to start off the program on No Filter. I have uploaded that show onto my YouTube channel, if you don't like that, and if you get a chance, I would encourage you to check it out, all right? Uh, I really would love for you to check it out. It's If you don't like that with Grant Napier, and it was from No Filter yesterday with Sean Salisbury. So, here we are. NFL weekend began last night. I mean, I don't know what the hell's going on with the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, good Lord. Did you watch that game? What, what a horrible game, first of all. Uh, just an awful game. Uh, but what a way to start off the week in the National Football League with uh, that game. And I give Miami credit, you know. I mean, it was a 6-3 to three game. 6-3 <laughs> to three game going into the fourth quarter. And uh, the Dolphins uh, hang on and win by the score of 22-10. Uh, to 10. And now uh, Baltimore with a record of 6 and three. Let's run down the uh, schedule for you this weekend in the National Football League. Uh, Atlanta is at Dallas. New Orleans travels to Tennessee. Jacksonville is at Indy. Uh, the Patriots host the Browns. The Bills are in New York to take on the Jets. The Lions travel to Pittsburgh. You've got the Bucks and Washington in D.C. The Panthers are at the Cardinals. The Vikings take on the Chargers at SoFi. Denver hosts the Eagles. Uh, the Seahawks and Packers, you may have Russell Wilson versus Aaron Rodgers. Sunday night, Chiefs, Raiders, and then the Rams and the 49ers uh, coming your way a little bit. All right? So, there you have it. That's your schedule. Now, what do you think about that Sunday night game? What do you think about that game with the Chiefs? And the Raiders. What do you think? 
Hit that hand icon. Let me hear what you have to say. And let's talk about the upset of the week, the lock of the week. And what do you think about the Chiefs and the Raiders? Obviously a huge game, huge game in the AFC West. Huge game. You know, you look at the Chiefs, they have not looked good the last couple of weeks, but they've won their games. They did not look good on Monday Night Football against the Giants. And then they got lucky with no Aaron Rodgers. There's no way they would beat the Packers with Aaron Rodgers. Just no way. Absolutely no way. Not happening. But they did. And so they're back in the race. And uh, the Raiders were horrible in New York against a bad football team. A bad football team. So, you know, again, we'll see what happens. But those are the games in the National Football League. All right, a couple of other things that are going on. John Gruden is suing the National Football League. Said he was targeted by the NFL and Roger Goodell. And I got to tell you, uh, I'm not an attorney, but I think he was targeted as well. I mean, how could you have that many emails? And the only thing, the only thing that comes out is John Gruden. So, you know, again, I don't know anything about law. But it seems to me that John Gruden has a pretty good case here. And but when I mean a good case, why was he singled out? That doesn't make him innocent, by the way. You know, I'm not I'm not sitting here saying John Gruden and those emails weren't accurate. That's not what I'm saying. But why is it that with what they reported over six hundred thousand emails, that the only one that looks bad here is John Gruden and the Raiders? That doesn't make any sense to me doesn't make any sense to me so anyway that lawsuit came out uh alvin Kamara out for the saints all right so he won't play armstead also out in the game against the titans nick chubb is out all right for cleveland so that's a big loss you know we didn't get a chance to talk about this yesterday but cam newton goes back to the panthers and i think that's a chance for a phenomenal uh, comeback story. How great would that be to see Cam Newton go back to Carolina and resurrect that franchise? That would be great. That would be a that would be one hell of a story if Cam Newton can do that. Then of course you've got Odell Beckham is now a member of the Rams as they are loading up. Uh, the Packers are expecting Aaron Rodgers back. He can uh, come to work tomorrow. I guess get through all the COVID protocol and start the game against the Seattle Seahawks. So if you want to get in on any of that conversation or the NBA, uh, the Kings were pathetic on Wednesday night in the opening game of the road trip. Just absolutely pathetic. They gave up 136 to the bad Spurs team. They got blown out. They were never competitive. And it was a bad, bad look. Bad look. Bad look to start the road trip. Especially considering that in the game before, you needed a furious fourth quarter comeback, you know, after being down, what, 22 to make it a game against Phoenix. And now they take on Oklahoma City tonight in game two of that four-game trip. I can't believe how many people were talking about they looked like they quit, they had no effort. That's a bad look. That's a bad look, but it's a really, really bad look when it's in the month of November. So, you know, give me your thoughts on that. Hit that hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will get you 
uh, right on. College football, the best game probably is 8th-ranked Oklahoma at 13th-ranked Baylor. You know, I talked about this with Sean Salisbury on No Filter. You know, it's pretty obvious what Oklahoma has to do to get into the uh, Final Four. And if they win at Baylor and then they beat a very good Oklahoma State team on the road in two weeks, I think they will be one of the four teams. Ohio State, number four, taking on Purdue at number 19. That game is in Ohio State. So you got two top 20 teams ranked there in Purdue who, you know, earlier in the year knocked off Iowa and then they beat Michigan State. Can they do it again? You've got the 16th-ranked North Carolina State at number 12, Wake Forest. And uh, those are some of the games involving uh, ranked teams. All right, what do you think? Upset of the week, lock of the week? Hit your hand icon, and uh, we will get you right on. And for those of you that have joined me today, again, I want to say thank you very much for your patience yesterday, as I uh, unfortunately was not able to get on with the device that I use for my shows. So I've switched it up today, and I just want to say thank you very much. I appreciate your patience. I'm really sorry that I could not do the show, uh, but thank you very much for being back with me today here on Listen App. And again, if you want to get on, just raise your hand icon, and uh, you can do it. Now, I also, if you talked, if you talked, if you listened to my podcast from Tuesday with Tom Brennan, I would love to know uh, what you thought. Uh, I I was really, uh, I. Love that. I th- I thought he was great. Uh, I thought he was extremely forthcoming. And if you didn't get a chance to listen to it, I think you would really enjoy that. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was outstanding. Really enjoyed what Tom Brenneman had to say uh, on my podcast. So if you want to get on, uh, hit the hand icon. And then once you uh, are on stage with me, hit your microphone button, that little button with the mic. It will turn green. And then you and I will be able to have a conversation. And it's as simple as, again, hitting the uh, microphone icon and we'll get you right on. You want to talk NFL. You want to talk college football. You want to talk about the NBA, NHL, or anything else that is going on in the world of sports or in life, which is what Sean and I did yesterday for 25 minutes. And that's why I really hope you get a chance to listen to it. I've uploaded it onto my YouTube channel. You can check it out. All right, Forrest, I see you there. I'm going to move you back into the audience. Raise your hand again, and we'll try to do this, and we'll get you on, buddy. Uh, Raise your hand, and we'll get you right on. And you can hit that uh, microphone icon, and we'll put you right up there on stage with me. So we do have a lot going on. Uh, NBA, again, if you're a Sacramento Kings fan, uh, game two of their four-game road trip tonight. I ran down the NFL schedule and the uh, college football schedule. Uh, your games tonight in the NBA involving teams uh, in the Western Conference, because a lot, lot of games are tonight. But some of the games in the West, you have Portland at Houston. Uh, Phoenix is at Memphis. You have, as I mentioned, the Kings are in Oklahoma City. Dallas is at San Antonio. Denver hosts the struggling Atlanta Hawks. Warriors host to the uh, Bulls, who have really played well. And Minnesota is at the L.A. Lakers. And I know it's kind of crazy to go over the standings before Thanksgiving, but I'm going to do it anyway just to show you, you know, Chicago is 8-3 and three in the East, and Golden State is 10-1. and one. Golden State has the best record in the NBA, 
And can you imagine how good they're going to be when they get Clay Thompson back? I mean, good Lord. Uh, Phoenix now has won six in a row after their slow start. They're seven and three. And then you get down to the teams that are not in the top eight. The eighth place team right now, Memphis, at six and five. The Kings are five and seven with three games remaining on this four-game road trip. Oklahoma City, the horrible Detroit Pistons, and then they will take on the Minnesota Timberwolves before coming home. Oklahoma City, they've won three in a row. They are four and six. San Antonio, after beating the Kings the other night, four and seven. Minnesota has lost six in a row. They are three and seven. All right? That's why I said, when you look at the Kings' schedule on this road trip, you're taking on one team tonight, four and six, another team that's currently three and seven, and another team that's currently two and eight. And if you do not win a game on this road trip, oh boy, and I don't think that's going to happen. You know, uh, I think I'd be very surprised if the Kings don't play very well tonight. Like, I would be very, very surprised. Uh, I, I, I'm not saying they're going to win, but I can't imagine them having that bad of a game like they had the other night against San Antonio. So we'll keep an eye on it. If you want to talk about NBA, again, college. The NFL, you want to talk about John Gruden and his lawsuit. I, I read just a couple of the opening paragraphs. And again, I don't think John Gruden is going to be absolved of what he wrote in the emails. I mean, what he wrote in the emails, he wrote in the emails. That's not going to change. But did the NFL target him? Did the National Football League go after John Gruden? Because that's what the lawsuit alleges. And I can't say I disagree with that. How is it that you have 600,000 emails? And his private emails were leaked in an investigation that didn't even have anything to do with him. Washington football team was the investigation. John Gruden sends private emails to Bruce Allen. I'm going to read this. He said the complaint alleges that the defendant selectively leaked Gruden's private correspondence to the Wall Street Journal and New York Times in order to harm Gruden's reputation and force him out of his job. There's no explanation or justification for why Gruden's emails were the only ones made public out of the 650,000 emails collected in the NFL's investigation of the Washington football team or for why the emails were held for months before being released in the middle of the Raiders season. Makes a lot of sense to me. Gruden is seeking unspecified damages on seven claims, as well as punitive awards and attorney's fees. Hey, you know what? It makes a lot of sense to me. I'm not saying he's going to win, but it makes a lot of sense to me. Let's get to Jay. Jay, how are you on this Friday afternoon? Hey, Grant, great. Um, glad to hear you here. Hey, a couple Thank of you. things. Yeah, on, on Gruden, it, it, I, you know, I... My knowledge of the law is going to is kind of limited to, to understanding what exactly is his what is the premise of his lawsuit because you're right what he said is what he said and um, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how that played out because uh, um, what he said was wrong but it's, it also seems like he he was selectively targeted and I'm not sure I'm not sure how that plays out legally but it, it seems a little funky you know just on the surface. <laughs> 
Yeah, you know, there were two aspects to this. Number one, uh, he's not innocent of his remarks. In other words, his remarks are damaging. They should be damaging, and that will never change. But how is it that out of 650,000 emails, the only ones that are leaked involve John Gruden and the Raiders? Seems to me that the, you know, that that's that's a question that we can't wait to hear the answer of. Yeah, seems odd. A, a, a couple, couple other things. Um, you, got, you just did a fabulous job with that Tom Brenneman interview. That that was great. And, you know, you know Tom, such a stand-up guy. You know, he makes a very public screw-up. Uh, he owns it. He... Uh, does what he needs to do, in, in my mind, to make the make make it as right as it possibly can be. And you know, um, none of us are perfect human beings, and most of us, you know, our our mishaps in life are, are private, and and uh, we can we can fix them and and make things right and learn from them. His his was very public, and it, it was problematic, but you know. He, he owned it, and I think he's. I think he's. In my mind, he's done the work, and um, I think he's a great example of, of hey, you, you, you screw right. up, fix it. You know, the, the other thing that was so awesome was, you know, a lot of people when they when when they're going through and they're listing off, you know, the various mistakes that 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 people have made, they'll they'll lump folks in there that don't deserve to be in the pile. You know, like you, like Doug Adler. You know, people that were that that are a hundred percent innocent, and they sh and whose name shouldn't be your name should not be next to Tom Brennan's on on a mess up. Yes, you were involved with cancel culture, but you you were innocent. And uh, I really like that he clarified that. Hey, I screwed up. You didn't. Um, you know, our fates may be similar, but we're two totally different scenarios. And and I, I like that he he was able to. Really clearly state that, and um, and then good for the New York Times on, yep. um, you know, accurately quoting uh, a lot of the conversation you guys had. I, I think that that's fabulous, and the more light that gets shined on these these issues, uh, you know, the mistakes as well as the just plain old um, wrongdoings, the the sooner I think you know society can heal and not make the same mistake again. Hey, you know what? I'm really happy that you said that, and and I'll I have a follow up question to this is okay so what tom brenneman did was wrong he admitted it he said that he's got no one to blame but himself he he talked about the mistake he talked about his life over uh the last 14 or 15 months and yet you know he can't get a job why is it that michael vick can have his hideous crimes and by the way he went through the judicial system and he paid his price to society he went to prison for two years he paid his debt to society as determined by our court of law, came out of prison and was able to, once again, get a job in his profession, which is a professional football player. Tom Brenneman didn't break any law, so there will be no court, there will be no jury, and there will be no sentencing. But on his own, he's done his work. Okay, I mean, I think the interview was very clear to that. Why can't Tom Brenneman, or better yet, why shouldn't Tom Brenneman get another job announcing professional sports how is it any different than someone like michael vick it makes no sense to me a hundred percent i mean i mean a hundred percent times a hundred that's right and and the same thing holds true for we we could have a list of uh, professional athletes as long as our arm that have had yes. domestic violence drunk driving drug issues you know actual crimes and um and and they've they've come come back from them and and not saying that that they necessarily shouldn't be allowed to i think people 
you know, for the most part, and you know, short of murder, should should be be given a second chance in most cases, a case by case thing. But one hundred percent. And and the only difference was that uh, you know Brenneman's issue happened in twenty twenty, and Vic's happened in twenty ten, and 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 great for point. Some, for some for some reason, everybody is wants to just slam folks now, and and I think there's a huge political component to it as well, even though what tom said had nothing to do with politics i think there's an assumption that gets made there um that that is happening and um you know uh you know the same with your scenario i think people have just decided that um you must fall in category a or category b which is bad so you're going to have to be punished more severely even though there was a non-issue and um you know again that goes back to um the over the overreaction and the and the lack of of understanding and the lack of reporting you know it is yep. just now starting to come out on your case on tom's case um the actual facts of what happened and, and folks are actually starting to realize hey, hey wait a minute what that doesn't make any sense and um um so but but well well done you know and Yep. The conversation that that you and Sean had had yesterday was was great, and and, and uh, if that if that is up on um, uh, your podcast or a listen app, I encourage folks it's, to really go back and listen to that. Yeah, you know what? I put it up on YouTube. It's uh, on my YouTube channel for everyone to watch, since it's a video presentation. So uh, it's on YouTube. Jay, it's always great hearing from you. You have a super weekend. Okay, thanks very much. All right, you too. Take care. Bye. Yep, good stuff right there from Jay. Really uh, enjoyed. Uh, that phone call. If you want to get on with me, all you need to do is raise your hand. And again, we will get you right on. But good stuff uh, from Jay uh, right there. NFL, again, uh, began last night. Not exactly the uh, best game uh, in the world. That is for darn sure. I was <laughs> that game last night. I had a really, really, <laughs> I had a hard time. I really did. I had a hard time with that game. I had a hard time with that game. Did anyone else have it? Was it difficult to watch all four quarters of that game last night in Miami with the Ravens and the Dolphins? Wow. I don't know about you, but I I had a difficult time (laughs) sticking with that uh, contest last night. All right, let's get to Forrest. Hello, Forrest. You're on with Grant Napier. How are you? Hi, Grant. Uh, I I thought it was a very enjoyable uh, game. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I bet you did, didn't you? Yeah. Well, well, it was just it was nice to see um, some defense, and see, yeah. you know the uh, the Miami really made a statement last year when they beat the I'm a Rams fan, and when they beat the Rams and, and Goff and just really humiliated them uh, last year, and it was it was good to see that finally that potential that what Miami could be really uh, you know against this so-called high-powered offense from uh, Baltimore, and just it goes to show you along with the Denver game. Um, that if defense just can befuddle whatever, and they can say, you know, uh, Harbaugh said it was coaching's fault and whatever, but it's just, it's amazing. You know, as we all know, and especially with fantasy football and betting, you think you've got a Sherlock, I'm feeling good, what about this week's yep. picks? And then yep. bam, does something like that happens and you go, wow, they just had their game. They just had their number and they Baltimore couldn't do anything. I, you know, the one thing that never surprises me are – upsets on Thursday night football. I think Thursday night football is such a huge disadvantage for the road team. And I don't really put in a lot of stock into a game like last night. In other words, I think that if Baltimore played Miami, 
on most weeks, Baltimore would win. But they didn't win last night. They were not the better team last night. And you made a very good point about Miami's defense. They were really, really good. No question about it. I saw an an analysis today where they were dropping the defensive linemen back into the uh, linebackers, and the linebackers were were switching. And I thought, man, that was really brilliant to actually see it in action and all the speed guys were rushing uh, Jackson. And to see that work, you know, it's probably not going to happen again because every team will adapt and things. But, you know, moving on to the uh, Odell signing, I I wasn't a big fan of the Rams signing Odell, but uh, now that he's on our team, I kind of got to – you know, Jefferson will have to sit down and we'll see how Odell goes. I'm sure, um, you know, he's going to be less of a distraction in L.A. because of all of his, uh, you know, him getting the, um, the more microphones than everybody else. So all the other Ram players are going to be just as popular and he's not going to be the most popular guy. So I think he's going to meld in nicely. Boy, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with you there. Uh, I think the media is going to be all over Odell 24 seven. I think that he's going to be the guy that the media gravitates to. I don't think he's going to be on the back burner. I really don't. Not in LA, not with his personality, not with LeBron James going off on social media on Odell Beckham. I do not agree with you on that. I think Odell is going to be center stage on in LA. Right, in the small time. But once we get back a game under the belt and he isn't the star, you don't think it'll level out? No. I, and I'll tell you why I don't think it will level it out. I don't think Odell will let it level it out. I think Odell uh, is so into Hollywood, so into the cameras, uh, so into being in the limelight, being on center stage. No, I, I, I do not believe that will happen. I, I think he will still get all of that. He's gotten all that stuff in the last five years with doing nothing on the field. So I, th- I, th- I think he'll get that still, and he'll get all that coverage. But as far as football talk, I think the, it'll level out, and the Rams will still, you know, the, the, the pecking order will still remain the same. I think he'll still be, you know, the third option. But, yeah, well, you got you got Cooper Cup, who's obviously the number one. You know, you got Robert Woods. Uh, you know, you you obviously you're right there. He he's not he's not the top option. I mean, Cooper Cup is the guy. We know that, and that's not going to change just because Odell Beckham's on the field. We just need him to make a you know for the playoffs or one just a couple plays during Good the luck. year and and to make it on. And fi- my final thought was just you know it's it's really frustrating to see that with Gruden. I, I go back to when I was, uh, you know, as a small child, and I'm sure you did with your kids. Whenever we did something, whenever I did something wrong, I was always, when I was confronted with it, always tried to deflect and talk about other things. And my parents would always say, no, you were caught, you were, you did it wrong, and you're going to pay your price. You're going to think yep. about it while you're grounded for two weeks. Yep. So Gruden did all of this stuff. You cannot deny what he did. No, you cannot. Was he singled out? He might have been, but that still doesn't change what you did, John. And the first thing that we get from him, no public statement, say, you know, really a big press conference saying, I apologize and all this. We get that he's now going to do the Aaron Rodgers thing. And, well, you misinterpreted what I said. And what I really meant was, and he said it too. And and I was just joking back to his email. And, you know, I didn't start it. He started it. I could just hear it now. And it's it's very frustrating. I can't go for it, you know, as your program says. I really appreciate you taking the time to call, and uh, you have a great weekend. Thank you very much. Thank you, Grant. Thank you. Yep, thank you. Good call right there from Forrest. If you want to get back uh, and get on the show, all you need to do, 
is raise your hand. I'll put you on stage just like Jay, just like Forrest. He makes a great point about John Gruden, and I, I made the same point. I didn't say it as uh, well as Forrest did. This lawsuit does not take away anything that John Gruden said in those emails. Okay, I, I don't care if he wins $100 million from the National Football League. All right, I don't care if the NFL has to come out and make a public apology about the emails being leaked. Okay, what were on the emails will never change. The outcome of the lawsuit will not change what was on the emails. And Forrest is 100% correct. Now, I'm not an attorney. And personally, myself being involved in a lawsuit right now against the company that fired me, even though our situations are completely different, I, I understand. Okay, because at the end of the process, there's it, it either is right or it's wrong. Now, what John Gruden said in the emails was wrong. And I don't even think we need to debate that because I don't think that's debatable. The fact that the emails were leaked by whom I don't know. And why? Out of 650,000 emails, only John Gruden's were leaked. Again, I don't know how. And why, if the NFL had these emails for months, did the emails leak in the middle of the season? So regardless of what were on the emails, and again, we don't need to debate that because I think we all not, not some of us, I think we all agree that what we read on the emails warranted John Gruden not coaching anymore in the National Football League. But that doesn't mean that we should absolve the NFL and the people that did the investigation, and it doesn't mean that we shouldn't find out how the emails were leaked and why they were leaked. Because I can tell you, I want to know the story. I want to know. I want to know how that happened. Okay? I want to know how that happened. Don't you? Don't you want to know how that happened? Because I sure do. I want to know how that happened. And again, it does not change the content of the emails does not change that but it changes other things all right and what it changes is i i told you i i am not a fan of roger goodell and the job he's done as the commissioner of the national football league i think the national football league has become a league of hypocrisy i think it's become a league of double standards I think that Roger Goodell has totally lost touch with reality. I think he's lost touch with his fan base. And the fact that the 32 owners hire Goodell, that's fine and dandy, but it's not fine and dandy if the league is suffering as a result. Not the owners suffering, the league's image, okay? I think the image of the league under Roger Goodell particularly as of late, 
has been damaged. And I think Roger Goodell has made a mistake on so many important issues that it's not like he can move on and have the credibility, the faith. Like, I'm a huge NFL fan. I've been watching the NFL football since 1962. I was at games every single Sunday as a kid growing up, either at Yankee Stadium or Shea Stadium. I'm a gigantic NFL fan. I don't have any faith in the National Football League right now. I don't have any faith in the commissioner. I do not have faith that he can run this league as well as it should be run. At all. And I think it's disgraceful. Some of the incidents that have gone on in the National Football League under the watch of Roger Goodell. So I, for one, want to know about these emails. I want to know how they were leaked. I want to know why they were leaked. And I also want to know how come out of 650,000 emails, the only ones that became public involved the Raiders and John Gruden. Coincidence? I don't think so. I don't think it's a coincidence at all. Not at all. Not in the slightest is that a coincidence. And so by filing this lawsuit, I hope we get down the road where we can get the answers to these questions. Because that's what I would want to know. All right, if you want to uh, get on and ask a question before we uh, wrap it up for the weekend, just hit your uh, hand icon. I'll be coming to you each and every day next week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday lead you up to the holiday as we get the holidays going here. And that's another thing as we start thinking about the holidays. I thought Sean Salisbury on our program on No Filter Network yesterday had a phenomenal message as we enter into the holiday season. And if you don't even want to listen to sports, Obviously, you do. You wouldn't be listening to me. But my point is, if you're just oversaturated with sports talk and everything else, just listen to the first 25 minutes of the conversation that I had with Sean Salisbury on No Filter Network yesterday. And again, you can just go to my YouTube channel if you don't like that with Grant Napier. Or you could go to nofilter.net. All right. You could go to nofilter.net and you can look at past streams and you can watch it right there. So there are two options, nofilter.net. Just, you know, scroll down to past streams, click on, or it's right there for you on my YouTube channel if you don't like that with Grant Napier. You know, I've worked with a lot of people in my career, a lot of people. I've worked with some phenomenal, phenomenal people ever since, um, well, gosh, going back to even college, I worked with some, some great people. And throughout my broadcasting career, whether I was doing the Raiders for five years with Jim Plunkett, Jim Plunkett is a great human being. Like I put Jim on a pedestal. Jim is a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, guy. You know, I shared the story of working with Derek Dickey for a couple of years in the 90s when he was my television partner and became truly one of my best friends in life and then tragically lost his life. 
after suffering a debilitating stroke. And then, you know, Jerry Reynolds and Gary Gerald. And, you know, I, I've worked with some some just class A, class A people. But I got to tell you, Sean Salisbury, that guy, he's the real freaking deal. All right. He is the real freaking deal. We need more Sean Salisbury's in this country. And he's also a guy that knows what rock bottom is. And he talks about it in the conversation that we had yesterday on No Filter Network. I'm 62. I've not yet met a perfect person. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I have not yet come across a perfect person. But there are so many perfect people out in the world on social media and in our society that want to throw stones and cast aspersions and you know, because they've never done anything wrong in their life. And we got a lot of those people. We got a lot of perfect people in this country. And it's amazing that there are so many perfect people in this country, and I'm still waiting to meet one. I guess I'm hanging out with the wrong crowd. You know, I guess the people that I, I guess I'm just hanging out in the wrong circles. I need to reevaluate my social network and my circle of friends and their friends because I just, I'm not, I'm not able to come across even one of these perfect individuals that exist out there in the world of cancel culture and social media. Can't do it. You know, have not been able to do it yet, but you know, if I can live a normal life and by that, I mean, normal age expectancy, maybe I've got 20 years left. I don't know, but maybe I still in the next 20 or 25 years, maybe I'll meet that one perfect person, but there's more than one. There's millions of them. So I'm again, I'm just hanging out in the wrong circle, but I can work on that. I can work on that. All right. Again, a uh, NBA busy night. The Kings and Oklahoma City. You've got the National Football League that began last night. My game that I am really interested in watching is going to come up for you on Sunday night. And I think Sunday night, that game in Las Vegas between the Chiefs and the Raiders is going to tell you a lot about that AFC West. All right, so you've got that game. You've got Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers hopefully matching up in the late game on CBS. You've got the 49ers in a last gasp effort to stay alive in the NFC West, taking on the Rams. I don't see the Niners doing it, but if they lose, you can say, see you later. All right? Not going to happen. So there is your NFL schedule. We'll see if the Cowboys can bounce back after a miserable performance last week at home against Denver. They've got the Atlanta Falcons in the early game. So those are some of the games. And I think Cleveland and New England. I really am interested in seeing that Cleveland at New England game coming up for you uh, in the early window. On CBS, uh, the great Iron Eagle and my uh, good friend, well, both are my good friends, uh, Charles Davis, will be doing that game. Two, you want to talk about Class A individuals? You want to talk about like A++++? That would be an Iron Eagle and Charles Davis. Like top shelf across the board. Top, top shelf. All right, hey, you have a phenomenal weekend. Again, I want to say thank you to everyone for supporting me here on Listen App. I want to say thank you for your patience yesterday when I had a problem with my device getting on, but we got it straightened out today. 
And for those of you that waited 10, 15 minutes or 20 minutes yesterday for me to come on, uh, again, I really appreciate that. Some are saying, gee, that's the best 20 minutes I've ever heard of Grant Napier. It was complete silence. I mean, you know, I've, I, I got I got that today too. So, you know, I go with the flow, right? I'm, I'm, I'm good with it. Well, whatever, whatever works, right? Hey, if you need 20 minutes of silence on my uh, my app, you know, that I'm on here on Listen App, then whatever works, right? Uh, whatever works. So have a great weekend. Stay safe. I'll be back Monday, 3 o'clock Pacific, 6 o'clock Eastern, right here on Listen App. All right. Until the next time, Grant Napier saying so long, everybody.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.